Man, Randy Savage. Uh, it's the WMAY morning news feed. That's what it is. And the council roundup. Everyone's favorite uh, review of what's going on at Springfield City Hall. And last night's meeting, I thought was going to be a long one because uh, it included a public hearing for the budget. Uh, but only one person talked <laughs> whenever they opened that up for a public comment. But there's more opportunity uh, for public comment, and uh, they did not vote on the budget last night. That's still forthcoming, so uh, we'll uh, obviously be following that. Uh, but they did have zoning last night, so a lot of different zoning issues. Not really going to unpack any of those uh, after listening this morning. Uh, there was one small controversial one about uh, uh, some uh, special use for a specialty grocery store in a neighborhood area, and one person that couldn't even get support from his board uh, was opposing that, uh, but uh, that's still passed. So we're not really going to review what happened with uh, with zoning. So we'll just get right into the meat and potatoes of the Springfield City Council meeting and the treasurer's report gives us an idea of how the city's finances are doing. Thank you, Mayor Langfelder. The corporate fund in the month of January had a beginning balance of $45,700,471. We took in total receipts of $10,751,981. We had total disbursements in the month of January of $8,235,871, which left the corporate fund with an ending balance in the month of January of $48,216,581. Of that ending balance, Mayor Langfelder the ending balance of the ARPA monies included in that balance were $14,587,007. This concludes my report, Mayor Langfelder. So we can see the amount of America Rescue Plan Act dollars that the city has on, on hand continues to, to dwindle bit by bit by bit. They got $17 million this first tranche. They're expecting $17 million more, but they don't have that yet. But we've seen that chipped away at bit by bit by bit. Just last week, I think the report said it, it was about 15 million. Now we're at 14.8. So you can see that uh, they're starting to eat away at that. And I think some aldermen really want to have a focus on getting some big projects paid for with that, like some infrastructure projects. We'll see what the uh, the focus is going to be. But also last night, something that uh, some people have been waiting for, and that is to pick a new Springfield police chief. Ken Scarlett was nominated by the mayor and the city council gets the final say. Uh, and that vote was up last night. You sure you want now. <laughs> Time to think about it. Any questions for the recipient? All in favor of the motion, vote yes. Those opposed, vote no. The voting is now open. Welcome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. Congratulations. And obviously, uh, getting, uh, getting approval there from the Springfield City Council and uh, applause for uh, new Springfield Police Chief Ken Scarlett. Uh, and the mayor pinned a badge on the police chief, and uh, the police chief then got up and uh, spoke to the crowd and the city council. Uh, well, let me begin by saying thank you to the mayor and to the council members for this opportunity to lead the finest police force in the Midwest. It's truly been a great honor to have your confidence and know that you're willing to trust me for this monumental undertaking. Uh, you've probably heard me say it before, but I've only had one full-time job in my adult life and it involves donning this uniform and this badge. For the last 24 years, I've been blessed with the opportunity to serve and protect the citizens of this wonderful city in many different capacities. 
None of the multitude of positions that I've held in my tenure with the SPD will come close to the scrutiny and pressure I will experience as a leader of this organization. That's probably true. I do not take this appointment lightly, and I recognize that I am not and cannot be the subject matter expert on all things law enforcement. This is why surrounding myself with a supportive and motivated staff is so crucial. And a lot of the staff were there uh, showing support uh, at last night's Springfield City Council meeting. But then Scarlett went on to talk about his mother and his father and his Christian upbringing and how important and crucial that was uh, to his development uh, as an adult. And he also thanked his immediate family, his wife and children. Most importantly, I'd be remiss if I did not take this opportunity to recognize my wife, Tracy, and my daughters, Addison and Sterling. Sterling, your charismatic sense of humor and artistic abilities inspire me. Addison, your willingness to put forth 100% effort and leave everything on the court inspires me. And Tracy, your unconditional love and sacrifice for our family inspires me. I owe today's accomplishment to you ladies. Your unswerving support of this career, which has taken a life of its own, while still keeping me grounded in faith and family, has always been the reason for my success. He also went on uh, with a message to rank and file at Springfield Police. To the men and women of the Springfield Police Department, hear this. I believe in you. I believe in our mission. I believe that we are called into this career to serve others and make no mistake as your leader. I will serve you and see the great things are accomplished at the SPD. And to the members of the public. We as the Springfield Police Department serve you and it shall be my goal to see that we that is, the department and the community work tirelessly together for the betterment of all. So I imagine we'll hear from Ken Scarlett quite a bit as he is now the Springfield Police Chief. The mayor wanted to correct one thing that uh, the new police chief had to say. I know you said the finest in the Midwest. I say they're the finest in the country. So we really appreciate their service <laughs> each and every day. There you go. All right. So uh, you got a new police chief, Springfield. Uh, Kenneth Scarlett is uh, now going to be in that position, is in that position. Uh, so we'll uh, be, of course, uh, uh, talking with him in the future on a variety of different topics. Uh, meanwhile, other city business last night, a measure dealing with zoning and cannabis laws uh, stalled out last night. Here it is. Uh, pertaining to cannabis organizations modifying separation provisions. Chair, I uh, think there's a motion to send us back to committee. Yep, there was a motion to send that back into committee, and uh, we'll hear a little bit more about that motion coming up with Alderman Sean Gregory, Alderman Ralph Hanauer, the Corporation Council, the city's attorney Jim Zirkle, and more. Uh, it's all right here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. Continuing on with the council roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location now open for lunch, Head West Subs. And uh, last night we had a measure about uh, cannabis locations for stores, for dispensaries, and how many feet they need to be away from you know, residential places or churches or schools and so on. But uh, a measure that's looking to allow for some changes to that uh, being left in committee. Here's Alderman Sean Gregory last night talking about the importance of addressing this issue. You know, I, I have, you know, since this has come, come about and we, we discussed some of our uh, zoning um, setbacks, I, I have done my fair share of research uh, with the state law and other cities and other um, comparable to us around the state. And our, our, our boundaries are about a thousand feet more. In that same law, uh, there is there is language that says no unreasonable um, zoning shall shall be placed in this industry. So.
But Alderman Ralph Hanauer, he said that uh, he's got concerns about these ideas, uh, especially considering uh, what they did out west. We'll hear more about that coming up. Here's Alderman Hanauer. We started out at 2,500. We we moved them back because they were too 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 much, and we moved them back to uh, 1,500. The states, uh, the minimum the state has is, I believe, a, is it a thousand? That's incorrect. That's. I believe it's a thousand. Nope. It's actually, I mean, Peoria's is five hundred. Aurora's is five hundred from schools. Two hundred setbacks from from residences. This is uh, Aurora, who has a, a mayor running for governor, tough on crime. This is what he has in his city. <laughs> Interesting jab there, uh, but uh, let's get some clarity from uh, Corporation Council Jim Zirkel. What the state law basically allows is for any city, it cannot be less, but it can be more. And when this was discussed at some length, there was, I think, a lot of policy discussion about grouping certain of the cannabis operations together in the same categories. More from Corporation Council Zirkle. The, if you will, the purpose or the uh, the intent of this particular change to the um, zoning rules was to allow the council to consider a variance. So uh, that measure, though, kept in committee, uh, likely to be revisited. But here's Alderman Hanauer with more concerns. We zoned a parcel of land out, out west. We had to go through a zoning process. I had a couple businesses that weren't real keen on it. But, you know, we, we, we went ahead and did it anyway. If he's not going to use that land, I'd like to zone it back, take, the, take that CPU away from it. And uh, that certified permitted use uh, is um, uh, what uh, what he's talking about there. Damian Johnson uh, addressing that issue. He's one of the uh, business developers looking to get some changes to the zoning issues. The world right now, uh, we were faced with that fact that we had to uh, produce a, a project that would meet the guidelines by uh, overall by June 1st. Okay, uh, building the facility would not get us there. Okay, and to uh, forbid my company from forfeiting our license um we decided that we needed to look at other alternatives we looked at and uh, he continues with some of the concerns he has but we need a, a lot of swift action and we need some uh support from you all uh to be able to make this happen um as alderman gregory stated we have some of the most strict uh setbacks in the whole state and for us being the capital city, that shouldn't be. Uh, the only setback in the state law is between cultivation centers, okay, uh, which that is one of my businesses, okay. You know, I can't get materials readily available to do a new build, so I have to look for alternatives. So those alternatives not really panning out, and he doesn't really have much hope. As of right now, um, it doesn't look like, you know, th this is a possibility for us. So we'll keep an eye on what happens there um, with, of course, a uh, business developer looking to get a cannabis operation, but uh, you got to get the proper zoning for all of that and a lot of uh, hurdles to jump through. All right, so coming back, we will delve into uh, a little bit on tourism. We'll hear from an individual hoping to uh, address issues in the budget. All right, back to the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Last night's full city council meeting dealing with a variety of things. Um, of course, they uh, 
uh, opened up for public comment on the budgets. We'll hear that coming up. But uh, they wanted to get another ordinance out of the way before they addressed the uh, the public comment period for the budget. And that dealt with a whole host of local leaders that are going to be on a board concerning tourism and conventions for Springfield. And uh, they brought up Scott Dahl to kind of explain some of uh, what this board has been up to and what they plan to do. Here is the uh, tourism and uh, conventions director for the city of Springfield, Scott Dahl. Um, you know, we've had our challenges, uh, obviously meeting and, you know, the state of tourism during uh, the pandemic uh, hasn't been there. So we haven't met as often as uh, I think the, the committee wants to. Um, we have our next scheduled meeting April the 20th. Uh, so I think we'll get back into uh, that groove. And one thing they plan on doing is putting out a plan. It's really to advise uh, the the Bureau. Uh, we do have plans to look at a five-year strategic plan. That's something that the Bureau does not have right now. So that would be something that the advisory board would certainly be involved in, and that is on one of our goal sheets uh, for FY23. So we'll have to uh, connect with uh, Scott in the future just to talk about tourism and getting that all restarted and uh, full throttle here in Springfield, especially the conventions. We really want to draw that, uh, that, 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 that business, that industry, uh, back to Springfield. Uh, meanwhile, it's time for the budget to uh, have a public comment period. Public hearing is now open. Does anybody wish to address the council regarding the annual appropriation ordinance? I think uh, Polly Poskins had signed up. It's just one. Polly with Icon. Uh, inner city, older neighborhood. She talked about uh, the focus needing to be on cleaning up uh, some of the uh, uh, problem properties all throughout the city. Uh, but she also wanted to talk about uh, other types of cleanup as well. Last thing I want to comment about is I, I think there's about $1 million dedicated in the public works budget. Talk about what we're going to do in terms of a site, perhaps potentially in the future for the, the waste and recycling that I think is currently being uh, managed and handled at Evans Recycling through contracts with the city. Um, the $1 million was a surprise to us for that purpose. Um, I don't pretend to be informed enough to know um, if that's a direction the city needs to go in. Um, so we'll uh, hear some more about that, I would imagine, as they uh, finish the budget in the weeks ahead. But uh, she also wanted to talk about branch and limb pickup. We also noticed and we've experienced there will be an increase to four pickups of branches uh, this year. Um, we are here to urge you to do more <laughs> pickups. We know that's a resource allocation. But again, in older neighborhoods, we have older trees. They have branches and limbs that fall in winds and rains and in ice storms and so forth. Um, so we really do need more than four pickups a year. And again, uh, Polly was the only one that uh, addressed the city council last night concerning the budget. So uh, they do have another hearing that's set uh, before next week's committee of the whole hearing to have uh, the public address various issues they've seen in the budget. So we'll likely hear more uh, coming up next week. Uh, meanwhile, a measure that's up for first reading in front of the city council. Or the chair will entertain a motion to suspend the rules in place on first reading agenda number 2022. Dash 064, an ordinance notifying the U.S. National Park Service that property located at 300 North 9th Street along the 10th Street Rail Corridor 
will be donated for construction of a memorial regarding the 1908 race riots upon eligibility to be in the U.S. National Park System. So we'll see that uh, ordinance move through, I think, uh, rapidly uh, to ensure that that site is recognized nationally for the 1908 uh, massacre that happened. Uh, meanwhile, Alderman Hanauer wants to ensure that uh, a local sports team gets recognized. Yes, I'd, I'd like to take this time to congratulate the Christ the King 7th grade boys uh, basketball team. They uh, were state champions last Thursday. They won the state championship, the IESA. Um, at some point in time, I would like to get a uh, proclamation for them. They, they won by a landslide. So, yeah. That's awesome. They won by a landslide. <laughs> Is it the farm team, the SHG farm team? So some of them might be Rochester. So it, that was a question that uh, <laughs> Alderman Redpath asked. Uh, meanwhile, a reminder, a um, public comment period before next week's Committee of the Whole meeting uh, that uh, they also have a Thursday deadline for amendments to the budget. But Alderman Redpath highlighted how you can still file floor amendments. So we'll likely see a lot of that action uh, coming up when they uh, queue the budget up. They also had a citizen there uh, talking about the work that's going to be done to bring about a bike park, but uh, wants to make sure that uh, 18th and uh, what is it, Clear Lake, that there's actual stop signs because right now it's a a four-way intersection without stop signs and some concerns about um, safety there. That's your council roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west.